0: Hello, and welcome to the Nightly Pleasures Erotic Podcast. My name is the Grey Knight, and today I'll be your host through two different pieces that I've written and narrated. I hope you enjoy them. Up first is a piece that I'm very proud of, a fan favorite called Bake and Take. Hey, good looking. What you cooking? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I seem to remember something about a meeting, yes? Really? Individual cookies for all of them? Well, that is an effort. Maybe, if you're super good, Teacher will name you her favorite pet ever, and you can live together over the summer. (laughs) All right, all right, I'll take it easy. You know you've got flour, like, everywhere. I mean, all over your face, right? It's just covered in it. I'm just saying. I didn't know you knew it was there. Well, that does make sense. Needing to put this one in the oven before you can clean up. Gotta wash up first. I get it. I get it. So, uh... Given your current restrictions, is this a bad time to say that this is doing it for me? I'm serious. I am dead serious. Knowing that you can't uh move too
1: much? Fix
0: your hair? Get anything out of your face? <laughs> like, I'm looking right at everyday you, and you can't do anything about it.
2: Well, that's why I'm enjoying it, because I know it's not going to last.
0: How long you got to put it in for? Eight minutes, huh? You know what else takes about eight minutes? (laughs) Alright. You know what else takes about eight minutes if we do it twice then, baby? I am serious. I am serious. I want this so much more than I ever could have guessed. This is this is doing it for me way more than some naked-in-an-apron bit, I gotta tell ya. Come on, baby. Put them in the oven. Give me your hands. Don't you like the way I'm up behind you? How you can't do anything about it? Knowing that I like you so nope I'm going to run the defense on that one no washing your hands I want you and I want you now and you're going to put your hands in mine so I can do what I want with you so hand them over there we go much better I'm going to lay them down now, flat against the table, and then I'm going to push slowly, just start to edge you forward, until your breasts are on it just like your hands, until you're bending all the way over. Mmm. God, I love grabbing this ass. Hey, I'm in charge now. No talking back. I said I'd enjoy grabbing this ass, and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to say it, and I'm going to act as I please. Got it? Mm. You're so wet already. I love it when you're turned on enough to have a little cum just running down your thighs. Oh, that's right, baby. Feel that finger going into you, in and out, in and out. There's not even resistance. Do you need more, baby? You need more for your afternoon, quickie. Is two enough? Let's see. Mm -hmm. That's better. Starting to get a little tightness there. Come on, clamp down on it for me. Mmm, that's what I like, I'd use a third but I want my cock to force you open a little bit too. You ready for it? Oh, I think you are. <laughs> <sighs> I have never wanted to fuck with you more because those cookies could be burning by the time we're done. (laughs) You know, I could get used to you complaining about something and me shoving your head right back down. So, uh, let's not give me too much incentive to do it.
1: Mmm. 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 Mm. I love pushing up all the way into you oh my
0: god it feels like the first time that we've just had a long slow fuck like this in forever Uh, and unlike how it usually goes. This time you started with white stuff on your face. Uh, you know what I'm thinking about? Well how very polite of you to ask. I'm thinking about coming inside you and you taking that cream pie back to work and passing out those cookies. Knowing that your man came inside you as they baked Mmm, how does that sound? Of course, I'll say it again I'm your man And I love being your man And I know you're pretending And I know one of those cookies is for me and Just so long as you know Uh I absolutely love the way you look when you make it. Mm. <laughs> I think you may have been right after all. Oh, I'm not sure I'm going to last eight minutes when oh, your pussy's that tight.
1: Oh. Oh. Oh.
0: I love having my hands on your hips, and I love in this position when the only thing you can do is move your ass. Oh, you push that ass back against me. (laughs) When the only thing you can use is that ass that you have that love-hate relationship, you gonna use
1: it. Mm. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Oh.
0: Oh. oh It's a good cream pie, too. I haven't come the last couple of days You want that load on side, Ah, you? Oh. you better come right as I do though. I want them oh. I Want that pussy to trap it inside. Yes, I do <laughs> oh.
1: I Love thinking about my coming you Oh Ah, oh. ah, oh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm, mm.
0: can come for you, and you can fucking come for me.
1: <clears throat> oh, now, baby.
0: God, oh my God, that was like synchronized. Oh, oh, I'm real happy with that. Ah, <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: perfect timing.
0: Oh, go team. Oh, that's like
2: amazing. <laughs> I'm not pulling your cookies out. You'd blame me if they went sideways or something. You gotta get them out. <laughs>
0: What am I laughing at? Ah, that you and I just put two very different kinds of icing on two very different kinds of cookies. Welcome back. Up next, a piece that comes deep from my heart about a sexual act that every woman is not comfortable with, and how I wish that they were. The next piece is eaten
1: mm. Come here, baby. Mm mm-hmm.
0: Come a little bit closer. Oh yes. You know I need more of you. Mm. Mm-hmm. And not just a little bit more, either. Oh, no. I need all of you. I need as much of you as I can get. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, does that turn you on? Mm. Does that make you hot, baby girl? (sighs) <sighs> Good, because I
1: need
0: to consume you with my mouth. Hmm. I need to consume your lips with my kisses. Somebody already wants more. And I can't say that I blame you. Mm. And I need to consume your neck with my teeth. Ah. (laughs) Mm. Just little nibbles so
1: fucking hot, baby. I am so fucking into you. Mm.
0: I think I also need to consume that shoulder with my teeth. <laughs> Get the idea? <laughs> I'm going to eat every part of you, like the big, bad monster that I am, and you're going to love it. Come on, girl. Come on, my sweet little baby girl. Take off that shirt. Show me those
1: breasts. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <sighs>
0: you know i love every part of you right so don't get nervous and don't get shy and don't let too much of that blood be in your cheeks because i need in your pussy Oh, I need you to feel everything I'm about to do to you. (laughs) Mm. I love sucking on your tits. Mm. (laughs) And a little lick doesn't hurt either.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Baby girl, your tits are like my ice cream. (laughs) I want them in my mouth every single
1: day. Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: I don't want to remove a single piece of your clothing. I want you to take it off for me. Show me that you're owning it. Show me that you want me to take it. So I'm going to kiss down your stomach, and you free that pussy from me while I do. Deal? <laughs> you better be done with it. By the time I'm down there. Otherwise, I'm going to be a very, very angry monster. You don't want me to be an angry monster, do you? I didn't think so. Getting closer. Getting closer. Hmm. Hmm. Don't be shy. Keep those legs open just a little bit. I want to look at that pussy, baby girl. I want you to know how much I enjoy it. Hmm. It's a very, very good pussy. Oh, now, now, now. What did I say about the blood? ...being needed down here. Don't have it in your face now. It doesn't do me any good... ...to have it all the way up there. Uh. Now... ...I realize something. Maybe you're a little bit shy about this. Maybe you're a little bit worried. But I... ...love your pussy. I love the way it smells. I love the way it tastes. I love the way it looks. And I wish... ...that you... ...were as supportive... ...of your own pussy... ...as you are... ...of my cock. See, every cock... ...is different. And you just show nothing but adoration for mine. And we both know that there's bigger ones out there, thicker ones, longer lasting, but you love my cock, and I love your pussy. I love the girl attached to it, and I love the main course itself. So here's what we're going to do. You are going to get frog-marched to the shower. And there, in the hot water, you're going to let me eat you out. Because all your objections are going to fall by the wayside. I said that I needed to consume every part of you, and I wasn't exaggerating. Now come on. It's time to get eaten.
1: Mmm. Mmm. Mm.
0: take a break from eating this very, very juicy fruit of yours, to tell you again how much I like it, because I do like it very, very much indeed, and you are going to give it to me when I ask for it, so, unless you want to be this embarrassed over and over again, I need you to say that you love your pussy again. Say it again. You know, I try my best to be the sensitive sort to listen to you, to respect your preferences and your past experiences. But on this particular occasion, I don't give a fuck. You are keeping yourself chained up. You're not allowing yourself to experience the pleasure That you should. And that is detracting from my pleasure as well. So. I'm going to eat you out. Over. And over. And over. Until you start to love this pussy. Half as much as I do. And just knowing how stubborn you are. How entrenched this silly idea is. You're not going to get my cock again. Until you do. Oh yes indeed. Now. Close your eyes. And do your very, very best. To try and just come for me, your pussy all clean, soft, nearly devoid of that beautiful original taste that I like so much, all for your comfort. away from the wall, Mm -hmm. I need to grab it. Now, it's time to come. Mm.
1: Mhm. 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 Mhm.
0: Mhm. 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 Come on, baby girl. Talking about. See, the last thing that I love is having your cum all over my face. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to wash it off. Uh, but I suppose I better. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I'm not done yet. Let's see. You're all warmed up and freshly showered now, so you're going to have to get back in our bed, spread your legs open, and let the monster eat you again. And that was eaten. Up next, questions asked by you, answered by me, in real time. okay here we
2: go first question and answer segment we're gonna you're gonna hear clicks there's gonna be background noise it's gonna be fantastic here we go right into it the first question comes from Purpley Purpley pastel
3: Would you rather be in a natural disaster movie or a paranormal horror movie
2: natural disaster movie hands down ghosts. You never can figure out what they're doing until Act Three, Natural Disaster. You know what you're up against in Act One. Uh English teacher once told me that to build a fire by Jack London is one of the greatest short stories ever, because it's not about man versus nature, it's about man versus his own stupidity. Oh who could have guessed lighting a fire in the snow might melt the snow. So absolutely let's 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 put me in this disaster movie. And uh Let's make it a fun one, right? Like, let's not make it an earthquake or something. I want, like, a plague of locusts. Yeah. Yeah, I'd do real good in that. Okay, second question, also from Purpley Pastel.
3: Would you rather be in a natural disaster movie or a paranormal horror movie?
2: Well, that's a tough one. Okay, obviously I made a mistake there, so... (laughs) Uh, Next question, also from Purpley Pastel. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we might be caught in a loop, guys
3: what's a good way to tell a friend that you don't want to be their friend anymore like not that they're bad but they're just boring and there's nothing we have in common because i feel like ignoring their messages is too mean or is that the way to go
2: the best way to tell somebody that you're done being friends is to look them in the eyes like you gotta i mean breaking up sucks but you gotta do it in person is to you know, go over to them, look them in the eyes, and say, look at me. Look me in the eyes. We're Dunyan Rings. Okay, next question is from Red Hood. 24
4: Hey, Jack. My name's Sarah. Uh, my question is, what's your writing process? Uh, do you like to outline your stories, write in bits and pieces, or just jump right in? Thank you.
2: Uh, writing process is fairly refined at this point. Um, as an exercise in therapy, about a year ago, I had to compile everything I've ever written, and I actually couldn't do it in a single document because the format I used only stored up to a certain memory, and I exceeded that. I've literally, I've literally written over one million fiction words. Uh, like eight of them are good. So, it's pretty it's pretty refined at this point. It's pretty much a summon it, and I can do it. Chuck Palahniuk. I've never actually said that name out loud, so I don't know if that's right, but he's the writer of Fight Club. And probably one of the most honest writers uh, when it comes to the topic of writing, basically just says, shut the fuck up and do it. And he says it nicely sometimes and, and not so nicely other times, but he tells this story about a bum who everybody is watching this bum at a diner, and they're all judging him. And the bum, who obviously has the the shakes, the DTs, from, from being an alcoholic, is painting this beautiful uh, Christmas image on the diner. He, You know, the candy canes, the Santa, all that. It's a very good job, and everybody who's watching the bum make it uh is of course going Oh, look at that bum doing this oh, look at that bum doing that but the bum finishes the work remains he leaves and now everybody who enters the diner says oh my goodness it's so beautiful it's decorated so well uh my writing process is shut the fuck up you bum uh, just write it nobody cares and to this day uh it's a little bit weird that you guys refer to me as the great knight uh, to me, I'm not the Grey Knight, obviously I'm just a guy The Grey Knight is something that comes and goes And then I remain And uh, So the writing process is is literally at this point Kind of on demand uh, There's inspiration sometimes, sure For a bigger project like a screenplay As they're outlining, absolutely uh, But mostly, it's just uh, Hey, wake up, it's Tuesday Let's get to work let's uh, Let's see what feels sexy Let's see what feels good Let's see where that's all at today Wow, didn't uh, didn't expect to get a question quite like that one. Thank you, Red Riding Hood. Twenty-four. Thank you, Sarah. I guess I should say. Next up, runic deity.
3: Do you speak any other language besides English? And could you show us?
2: <laughs> Boy, this one's really common. Uh, I am learning a second language. I'm not ready to reveal anything about that yet. That's like a later date kind of thing. It's just it's a very niche language. Uh, it's not, it's not, like if it was Korean or something, I'd feel fine saying it, but it's, it's not a very commonly spoken language, and I can't do it very well. I'm mostly, at this point, just capable of reading it. Um, so you can probably hear the, the embarrassed smile right now. There's a big embarrassed smile right now. Um, (laughs) one day, maybe. One day. I hate that answer. I hated it as a kid, and I hate giving it, but it's honest. Next up. Brave New Brew.
3: Hello. My name is Anonymous. Hello, yeah, anonymous. anonymous. Yeah, I like Anonymous. That sounds sexier. Okay. And the question that I wanted to ask was that, was um, what kind of acting and what kind of um, creative stuff do you utilize when you record these things
2: um i don't use any real acting techniques Um, in the middle of the year around june i read some books on radio and radio theater to write better scripts but i'm gonna let you in on a i'm gonna let you in on a big secret here I i i don't act I can't act. Uh, just, just ask my drama teacher from years ago. I can't act. I uh, am a writer, and I place myself in the idea of a character, and I let that character do all the heavy lifting. But I, I, never, I never say to myself, like, acting, I never do any of the acting techniques. I'm never going, like, what are you supposed to do before you go on stage? You're supposed to be like, popcorn, popcorn. Alabaster, you know, I never do anything like that. I just kind of wing it. Uh, I let the I let the character, whoever they are, and their and their horrible accent, uh, just do what they do. When I'm done writing, uh, I'm done. I let I let the rest take over. Oh, I'm starting to feel so arrogant and self-involved, and we're only like halfway through. Thank you, Brave New Brew. <laughs> Next up is Meg V. <sighs>
3: Hi, Jack. Uh, This is your fan with the Tumblr ID, Meg V. Um, So I have two questions. First, do you have or had interest in any academic subjects like history, geography, science, social science, etc.?
2: Uh, I'm going to pause right there and say, yes, actually, I have this. Uh, I have had this fascination with evolutionary biology, which is probably one of the weirder subjects to just get into. But uh, I've always believed in evolution, but I didn't know it until I was 17. And then I read a book called The Third Chimpanzee by Jared Diamond. And I went from knowing it to really knowing it, to really knowing myself and my place in it, and uh, just changed my life. So since then, I've read... Lots and lots of of books on evolutionary biology, Dawkins, and uh, another by Jared Diamond, and uh, I can't recommend it enough. I think it's really fascinating. So evolutionary biology.
3: Second, do you like to play or still play any sports? Um, Now I would like to ramble
2: uh-oh, she's going to ramble, so I'm going to stop there. The only sport, quote-unquote, that I was ever, uh, like, registered or involved with or, or played with any competitiveness was chess. And no, I have not played chess in years.
3: Well, little more. In your latest audio, you talked about social media statistics. Um, interesting facts. And uh, about your... F p page, I think it would be awkward um, because I'm not sure whether any would anyone would be looking for erotic audios there. Moreover, your works would be sort of commercialized. I hope you get what I'm trying to say.
2: I'm actually not sure and I feel bad about it, but a uh, little hiccup there. Uh, I don't know where to stop recording, so I'm just going to say again. When you say most recent recording, I don't know what you mean, and I don't know what social media uh, you mentioned there about that. Uh, As to the question that I've gotten a million times before, aren't you afraid that commercial something-something will change the way uh, that you write? No, no, I'm not, because if I were interested in commercial success, the bottom category, the bottom category... Uh, is stuff like Daddy, Dom, Little Girl, and BDSM. And then the top category is like billionaires who can't wait to fuck their secretaries who they found off the street and are ordinary women. Uh, So no, uh, I'm not afraid of the commercial stuff. If that's what you're asking, I hope it was. Thank you, Meg V. Up next, we have a couple of questions from Winch of the Scullery. Here's the first one.
4: What do you see as the main themes of your erotic work?
2: The main theme is that penises go in vaginas. Next question.
4: You've alluded to the fact that collaboration has been somewhat complicated in the past with other artists, but I was wondering how much behind-the-scenes discussion goes on between the erotic audio artists that are at the sites you frequent. Is there any kind of an Algonquin roundtable discussion about techniques or themes or topics?
2: There is, on on Reddit, there's Gone Wild Audio, which is uh, reportedly the biggest nexus for it, but it's not really, because it's only really women artists uh, that get any kind of play, uh, and then it's, it's, the viewer base is growing, but the amount of artists who are contributing is shrinking, so I have mixed feelings about that, uh, but they have their own Reddit that's behind the scenes called Gone Wild Audio Backstage, and... There's the occasional like, hey, let's talk about technique. Hey, let's talk about scripts, um, but it's mostly mostly people saying, hey, talk about how cute I am. They they make posts going, I don't feel cute today, and then everybody says you you're super cute, and this is this is one of those reasons why like I I don't I consider myself a very personable uh, person. Whoops, and uh, I consider myself fairly affable. But when it comes to social media and people you don't know and the information that people put out there, it's just not me. And so I find myself getting frustrated for people doing nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, tell me I'm cute, strangers on the internet. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But I find myself getting frustrated. That being said, um, I was part of something that shut down that made me very sad to lose. Was, I was part of a quote-unquote script guild where we would uh put scripts in every month and then and then critique each other's scripts and i got lots of really good feedback and like if you if in an audio you hear me saying something very specifically about where like where i'm putting my hand or what i'm doing to you kinetically physically that comes from that guild that's what they told me to do over and over again um so, so there's a lot there's a lot of of inner workings. The problem is with with me, uh, besides the curmudgeon aspect, is that I don't want to commercialize, and it seems like everybody else who takes this seriously does. like they all want to, and then they all start putting pressure on you to do it as well um. Sometimes it's a little bit of pressure and sometimes it's a lot. But almost everybody has said to me at one point or another, like, hey, if you're not selling this, you're trashy. Because selling this is the way to go. So uh, there's there's some hurt feelings. I've hurt some feelings and I've gotten some feelings hurt. So there you go. Uh, last question. When should the Schoolery.
4: You've used the phrase Bible Black a few times. Where does the phrase come from, and what is its resonance for you?
2: The, ooh, love that question. Uh, The phrase Bible Black comes from a group that I really quite enjoy called Wilco, W-I-L-C-O. They have an album that that just was perfect for me in a breakup called Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, and one of the lyrics off that album is, I want to hold you in the Bible Black evening. And that sounds really nice but the name of the song is I'm Trying to Break Your Heart and it's a, it's a, it's a song about self-loathing and, and how you can't uh, do anything right. And uh, again, when you're going through a breakup, that's exactly how you feel. Or exactly how I feel. So, that's Bible Black and that's why I say it and thank you so much for your questions. Okay, next up we have Only Daylight Between Us.
3: Um So I saw that you liked Arcade Fire, and I got very excited. <laughs> um, and I was wondering what your favorite song or album of theirs would be, because uh, they're my favorites ever. <laughs> yeah, I would be genuinely interested to know.
2: Arcade Fire is great. I actually just listened to uh, Reflector. Favorite album is actually The Suburbs. No, that's gonna be. I know that's gonna be rough for some people because everybody wants to go Funeral. But I can't listen to Funeral seriously. It's a great, it's a great album. But every time he starts going, "I'm a vampire in a forest fire," I'm like, "Come on, come on! How did you? How? There's like 18 people in your band. How did nobody veto that?" Uh, I'm, I'm actually a really big fan of the Suburbs uh, overall. And then my favorite singles, without a doubt, Black Mirror. I just. Every part of that song uh, really resonates with me. And then uh, I think it's Phil Collins. Phil Collins' cover of My Body is a Cage is astounding. It's one of those rare covers that's better than the original. And, of course, it wouldn't exist without the original. So thank you so much, Only Daylight Between Us. Next up we have... Oh, Winch of the Skullery, one more time.
4: What do you see as the primary differences between what you offer and what other people offer in the audio erotica field?
2: Uh, I guess the only difference is, is that I'm a writer, and at the end of the day, if everybody stopped listening to me, I'm still going to write. Uh, you can't stop me. I mean, behind the scenes, I'm I'm working on a pilot where aliens invade Earth. I can't stop. I have tried to quit writing so many times, and I can't, so I think the only difference is, is that I write, um, yeah, that's probably good. I probably shouldn't shoot myself in the foot anymore, comparing me to other writers. Let's let's move on. Next up, Cashmere Knit. Okay, so I have a very simple question, which is, how do you make breakfast burritos? Well, that's not a simple question. There's That's like... It's like asking, what is it like to fall in love? Um, (laughs) Okay, so I guess the basics. uh, You take a tortilla. You fry up potatoes, um, typically in like coconut oil. You shred them so that they're very thin. You make eggs. You try and make them nice and fluffy. You're looking for fluffy eggs. And then your breakfast meats, if you want one in there. Uh, Bacon is the crowd pleaser, obviously. So you take your hot hot eggs, and you put cheese on top of the tortilla, you put the hot eggs, the potatoes, uh, uh, the the bacon if you have it, and so that the cheese melts naturally in there, and then you put green chili on top, you roll it up, you scarf it down, and you say, thank God I'm alive. <laughs> thank you, Catherine. Okay, one more question from Purpley Pastel, it looks like.
3: What type of game would you like to voice act for, and what type of character? Sorry if you get this question already.
2: I have never gotten that question, and you shouldn't apologize for sending one of these. You're so brave for putting it out there. Uh, What kind of character would I act for? I think I would die if Bethesda just... if I was an NPC in Bethesda, even if I was just like a Doctor Fantastic or something, somebody who literally had like six lines, I I would die. I would not be able to sleep the night before. I would freak out. Uh... And then the alternative that would be a lot of fun is maybe like an action RPG or like an isometric since they're coming back. And then I could play a character who gets to talk like this unironically. You must go and find the dragon and kill him before he ends us all. You know, you get to say lines like that. That's cool. Okay, Highway Diamonds.
4: Hi, Jack. My name is Megan and... Honestly, because this feels like a bizarre call-in show, I feel kind of yes. compelled to say I am not from Schenectady, and I sincerely hope that you are wearing suspenders.
1: Schenectady, you're <laughs> anyway, on the air.
4: I am going to attempt to avoid my usual facetiousness because I actually have a couple <laughs> of real questions to ask you. Uh-oh. Wow, shocker. Um, I am a bit of an art museum nerd, okay. and since you do your own artwork... I was just curious if you had any particular artists whose artwork you really liked.
2: I'm going to pause there. Uh, impressionism. We're going to go with classical art. I like Impressionism very much and have seen a lot of the masterworks all over the world. In fact, on my vacation, I was very bummed out to find out that I was literally like three days away from missing uh, 40 works, 40 masterworks of Impressionist uh, masters, whoops, I've done that like three times. This I'm gonna to have to slap my hands so much afterwards, uh, but like I literally missed 40 works. 20 of them were Monets, uh, heartbreaker. But I have seen a lot of the a lot of the masters up close and personal.
4: Uh, or failing that, or maybe alongside that, uh, any art movements or time periods. Boom! Nailed it. That you find that your preferences gravitate towards. Men- stepping away from the art onto books yay <laughs> uh, you've mentioned that you predominantly read nonfiction these days but knowing that you did read fiction in the past yay for sweet valley high uh if you could bring three fictional characters to life which fictional characters would they be what why them and what would you want to ask them
2: well, I wouldn't want to ask them anything because I've had narrators tell me what their thoughts and feelings and objectives were. Uh, it's the beauty it's the beauty of nonfiction writing is that you're a god, you know? So some other god made them and told me what they were thinking and feeling. I don't want to ask them nothing. Who would I bring to life? Uh, fictional characters. She didn't say just from books. She prefaced with, with books. So I'm going to go with the genie from Aladdin. Uh the genie from Alibaba, a Thousand and One Nights, and there's got to be some third genie, and those would be the three that I would bring to life. And then, obviously, I'm not going to ask them any questions about themselves. I'm going to ask them for wishes. I'm going to get nine wishes, and one of the wishes is going to be genie fight, because I've got three of them. So uh, I don't know if that would count as one wish um, or three, but I would still have six left over at the least, and then I would get to see a genie fight. So that would be who I'd bring to life nonfictionally.
4: Well, that's the extent of my questions, Uh, but I did want to take a second just to say, as always, thanks for your work and your patience with us listeners. Uh, I think you're one hell of a sexy beast, my good man. (laughs) And I know I'm not alone in looking forward to seeing Or hearing, rather, I guess, (laughs) what you create in the future. Oh, thank you. Take care.
2: That's very nice. Because she added that last little tag bit there, I'm just going to say, I can't hear Sexy Beast without thinking of Ben Kingsley in the movie Sexy Beast because he was so good in that movie. And if I could scream yes 20 times in a row and be as cool as he was, that would be amazing. All right, final question. One more from Cashmere Knit.
1: So I wanted to ask you a couple of things okay. first, and this might be too personal. But how did you meet your last two girlfriends that were into the uh, lifestyle?
2: Um, well, one of them I knew, and we were friends for many years first, and then I poisoned our friendship with my love. Uh, and then the other one I found online, the most recent one I found online. And you can—you've probably heard the drop in my voice there, because I'm like—I I don't want that—I don't want anyone to think that means anything about looking. Uh, it just happened. Trust me. Against all odds, if she was here now, she would say exactly two things: one, don't date him. I made that mistake for the rest of you. And uh, number two, it was totally—it was totally an accident. Like everything that could go wrong in the first three encounters did. And we just kind of kept on sticking through it because we made each other laugh, right up until we didn't. So those are the last two girlfriends.
1: If you could call it that. No
0: specifics, just um, the type of venue, like online
1: forums, for friends, there a bar,
2: there we go, or other options. I would love just real quick because because we're here. I would love if I have like, you could just pick up somebody at a bar and then all like, hey, uh, by the way, could you stick a collar around my neck and call me a little girl? Like, that would be amazing. I'd be like, wow, (laughs) bars have everything these days.
1: And the second question is, do you have bondage equipment
0: like ropes and cuffs and the likes, you know,
2: Uh, ooh, ooh! It seems to be cutting in and out there a little bit. Uh, I kind of figured technology would be there, but I think I think we got the gist of that. Yeah. Do I have some bondage equipment lying around? Yes, yes. Here's the greatest thing about having bondage equipment and a cat is sometimes you have a cat that's way into bondage. Like, have I ever caught my cat wearing handcuffs like a necklace? Yes. Yes, I have. So uh, they are around as to what they are and what the library is. Oh, aren't some things better better left to the imagination? Uh, I do not have, like, a... I almost called him Dorian Gray. I do not have a Mr. Gray-style playroom. And I'll be perfectly honest with you, never will. Never will. Could be the richest man on the planet. Never going to devote a room towards sex. I see that as slightly, slightly worse than, like, devoting a room to Final Fantasy, you know, the game series. So, those were questions. This was the first time through. It was supposed to be a 15-minute segment. It looks like it's turned into that, because I love the sound of my own voice so much. But thank you all so much for the questions and everything else, and all the support, and... Yeah, I... uh, Yes, we have fulfilled this requirement, so no man can ever call me a liar again.
0: And that is going to conclude the Nightly Pleasures Podcast number one. Thank you so much for listening. I have been your host, the Grey Knight. All pieces that you have heard today were originally written and recorded by me, the Grey Knight. If you have any questions or want to find out more, please click one of the links below. You can always find more
2: of me on Tumblr and SoundCloud. Again, those links are below in the information section. Thank you so much, and I hope you'll join us again next time. Have a wonderful rest of your
1: week at you.